Well, what's up, Fuse? Hey, welcome to our final chapter of our time here on Spiritual Practices. If we haven't got a chance to meet yet, my name's Finn. I get to serve with our discipleship ministry here, and I am super excited to be spending some time here with you today. I hope that over the past seven weeks, you've been uh, finding that practicing some of these things, these practices, has truly made them permanent within your life. If you haven't already jumped in, you can go ahead and text PRACTICE to 30303 right now. Uh, But if you're just joining us for your first time, or maybe you need a quick recap, let's remember together that we're all practicing something. There are plenty of things that you and I do repetitively that become permanent in our lives. And so it's important that we uh, figure out not just what we're practicing, but why we're practicing it. Okay, so first up, what are you and I practicing? Well, we are practicing the way of Jesus. Philippians 4, 8 and 9 says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, if uh, anything's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And then here's the key part, verse 9. What you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. I want us just to lean into that last sentence. The God of peace will be with you. These practices that we've talked about, they are keys and they are ways that we can experience God's presence and God's peace right here with us here and now. Okay, second part, why are we practicing them? We're practicing them to get close to Jesus and to become like Jesus. 1 Timothy 4, 7 and 8 says, Have nothing to do with irrelevant silly myths, but train yourselves for godliness. Because whilst uh, bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way. It holds promise for you and I for the life now and the life to come. These practices, they're like working out to prepare us for the life that God has for us now and the life that is to come. And as you see, I can work out a lot here in lockdown season. I'm really up to my uh, personal best, my personal record on lifting uh, Big Macs and oatmeal cream pies to my, to my body. But spiritual practices, they're of infinite more value. And they're gonna train us in the way of Jesus to become close to Jesus and become like Jesus. And the way that I want us to learn today, the thing that we're going to look at is prayer and fasting. And prayer and fasting are most closely tied together in one of Jesus' most famous sermons, the Sermon on the Mount. And very clearly here, back to back, he mentions prayer and fasting. And I want you to lean in with me and see the similarity here. So we're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. It says this, But when you, when you pray, go into your room, And when you have, shut the door and pray to your father who's in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Then again, we're going to jump down to verse 17 and 18. It says this, when you, when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face so that you don't appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Okay, we're going to look at the private practice of prayer and fasting. First up, let's talk about prayer. Now, you've probably heard some teaching about prayer. Prayer is simply the way that you and I connect with God. It's how we build our relationship with Him. It's communion with Him, spending time. It's communication, talking to Him, listening to Him. It's how you and I interact with God on a moment-by-moment basis. Prayer is such a big topic. You and I could literally spend hours talking about prayer, but I'm going to give you simply today three phrases that I think might help you as you practice prayer. Whether you feel like prayer is something you're okay at or whether you feel like you're not very good at it, whatever that means, you you and I need to jump into learning more and more about prayer the whole of our Christian lives. And so I'm going to give you three phrases that will help stretch your prayer life. So write these down. Number one, pray up. Think about this as prayer about God. When you say something like, thank you, God, for your provision, what are you doing? 
You're thanking him. You're engaging with who God is. You're talking to God about God. Gratitude, thanksgiving, prayers where you talk about a characteristic of God when you say things like, God, you're holy or God, you're good. These are all ways that we pray up. Okay, so pray up's the first one. Number two, pray in. These are prayers about us where we ask God to do things in our lives. We might be saying sorry or expressing to God how we feel when we say things like, God, I'm angry about this or God, I don't understand. That's all ways that you and I are praying in. And finally, praying out. This is where we ask God to do something in the world around us. If we are praying for someone to be healed, if we're praying for God to save someone, if we're praying to God to move in the earth, that's always that we pray it out. There's nothing magical or special about these three things, but here's where they can really help you. Okay, lean in with me. If you've ever done any praying, you've probably prayed in one of those three ways. You've prayed up or you've prayed in or you've prayed out. And we all have defaults of ways that we normally pray. And so thinking about prayer in these three ways has massively helped me because it gives me a more complete way to encounter God. It's helped me get unstuck when I'm praying, when I, when I just focus on one thing. So for example, if I'm just praying about myself, when I'm praying about me, praying in prayers, remembering to pray up, reminding myself who God is, and remembering to pray out, praying for others, gives me a more full picture of prayer. So pray in, pray up, pray out. These are great ways to think about prayer. But what about the second part where Jesus talks about fasting? Okay, so maybe you know what fasting is. Maybe you have a, a kind of idea. So here's a definition for us all. Fasting is saying no to something so that we can say yes to Jesus. It's saying no to something so that we can say yes to Jesus. And the most common place we find fasting and what Jesus is talking about here in Matthew 6 is fasting from food. It's not the only thing you can fast from. You can fast from social media, from technology, from Netflix, from almost anything. But the main thing to remember about fasting is this. It's not just what we say no to. It's about using that no to say yes to more of Jesus. So if you're uh, not eating, if you're fasting for maybe a, a meal or maybe a whole day, it's so important that you take that time that you would have used for something and you say yes to God through prayer, through these practices, through reading the Bible. The way that you say yes is equally as important as the way that you say no. So if you're brand new to fasting, it can sound a lot like something that super Christians do, something that pastors or spiritual elites do, but Jesus viewed it as a normal part of what it meant to be his disciple. Jesus fasted. He told his disciples to fast. And so if you and I are training in the ways of Jesus to get close to Jesus and to become like him, then fasting is on the table for us. Okay, a couple of key things to be aware of. When Jesus says, don't tell anyone you're fasting, he's not saying that if people know about your fast, it's canceled. Fasting was a big practice in Jesus' time and many people would make a big show of fasting to impress others. And so Jesus is directly speaking to that and saying that fasting that really pleases God is about the heart. It's not about oppressing other people. It's about personal connection. That's why he uses the idea of the secret place between you and your father. If you're thinking about fasting feud, you should absolutely talk to someone. Talk to your fuse group leader or your parents or your fuse pastor about that. Some of you, because of medical conditions, might not be able to fast from food. And hey, listen, that's completely okay. There are other things you can fast from. Here's the really amazing thing that I found about fasting. It's totally customizable. You can decide what to fast. You can choose what that needs to be for you. And then you can choose how long you fast for. So whether it's fasting food for a day or Xbox for 14 days, it's something between you and God that you can figure out together. Like all of these practices that we've talked about over the last few weeks, fasting isn't magic and it isn't something that makes God extra impressed with you. 
It's simply a practice, a tool that Jesus offers us as a way to really focus ourselves so that we can get closer to Him and become like Him. So listen, as we close, I really want to connect these two ideas of prayer and fasting. We talked about prayer, about praying up, praying in and praying out. And we've talked about fasting, about how we say no to something so we can say yes to more of Jesus. And as we finish, I want to connect these two. So in Matthew 6, Jesus uses the same phrase when he's talking about prayer and fasting. Your father who sees in secret will reward you. He's not saying that God loves us more if we pray or fast. He's simply showing us that the kingdom of God has this principle. If we invest in prayer and fasting, we will experience greater closeness with Jesus and we'll become more like him. God is a promise-keeping God. And so when Jesus invites us to this practice, we can count on the kind of consequences that He promises come with us. There's a reward on the other side of a life of prayer and fasting. There's a greater experience of God, more closeness with Him, more intimacy with Him, more identity. So many of the things that you and I wish we could have in our relationship with God, they come to us as we practice prayer and fasting, especially together. So here's exactly how we're going to put this into practice as we close right now. Here's what I want us to do. Lean in a little bit. Here's the challenge. And I'm going to do this with you. We're, we're all going to do this together as a Fuse family. Every day this week, find a space where you can be quiet. And I want you to pray. And if you don't know where to start, or if that sounds intimidating, hey, I would just remember the three directions we've talked about. Pray up. Talk to God about who He is. Thank Him. Worship Him. Then pray in. Ask God to do something in you. And then finally pray out. Something you want God to do in the world around you. If you want, if it's easier, you can spend a couple of minutes writing those things down so that when you start praying, you can refer back to them. And then one day this week, I want us to fast as a Fuse family. I want us to go without something, to say no to something so we can say yes to more of God. Let's use that time, whatever it is, Xbox, food, social media, that we would have used on that to practice one of these Fuse practices. Keep an eye on uh, Fuse social media for more updates and ideas. But right now, we're going to pray together as we close. Thank you for leaning in. Reach out to your Fuse group. Let's talk about these things together. But right now, let's just pray. Father, thank you so much for what you're doing over these last few weeks. Thank you that you are using them to make us more like your son, Jesus. You're helping us to experience more of who he is. God, I pray for every single Fuse student watching this right now, every Fuse group leader that's been challenged by this content. Father, we want to experience more of you. Help us to pray more. Help us to fast. Help us to do these things, not so that you would love us more or that we'd feel better Christians, but that we would experience the life of your kingdom that you've got to offer us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Fuse family. Thank you so much.